0: On TV, online and on your smartphone. This
1: is Ticker News. Hi there, folks. Taiwan, Russia and Ukraine, they are huge issues and a really big division between China and the United States. So can Janet Yellen be the good cop and end a potential new Cold War? I'm Aaron Young. We're going to find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Hello, welcome. Hot on the heels of the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken's meeting with Xi Jinping, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, hoping to play the good cop now, reminding China of its reliance on American consumers and the other way around in the hope that Beijing forgets about the political gulf that exists between the countries on issues like Taiwan, Russia and Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Let's bring in Andrew Sullivan from the Asian market sense. Great to have you with us. How big a deal is this for Janet Yellen to get this right?
0: Well, I think you're right. It's, it's a large deal, but it's, it's really a continuation of the, the policies that we've seen the US trying to reach out to to China to try and ensure that this communications at all levels really continue to, to, to go forward. Uh, obviously, I think Yellen is, is probably a more pro-China type of uh, candidate as far as China's concerned. Uh, and hence, you know, they're using that goodwill to try and make sure these lines of communication are resumed. And in, in many cases are, are, as as you were saying there, mending broken fences from the past.
1: It's interesting because when Henry Kissinger and then after that, of course, uh, Richard Nixon went to China, the idea was to talk about the economy and bringing the two together. And as that happened, unfortunately, we've seen a huge division over the past 30 years, particularly the past 10, uh, between the two countries when it comes to political issues like, as we mentioned, Taiwan in particular, and also Russia and Ukraine there too. So is focusing on the economy maybe the way to get things back on track?
0: Well, obviously, the economy is very important to China, especially as its own economic recovery is, uh, you know, faltering at the moment. But I think you've got to look back, you know, going back to Nixon and Kissinger. The hope was that uh, when uh, when they were talking to China. Apart from, obviously, uh, the fact there was a Cold War with Russia going on there, the other hope, really, and this came out, you know, certainly when Clinton was there, that we could hope to westernize China. Um, And in fact, actually, what China's been more concerned about is modernizing without westernizing. And that's why we've seen these political issues build up over the last few years, especially But commerce is is obviously a key driver. I mean, historically, exports have been the big driver for China. A few years ago, Xi Jinping came in with the dual economy in the hope that he could uh, create a domestic uh, demand, similar to the one we see in the US, uh, that would mean that they didn't have to rely so much on the rest of the world. That hasn't happened partly because of COVID and the zero COVID policy. And so they're, they're forced back on that old export model uh, as a way of driving the economy. And so, yes, America's right to try and reach out on the economic side because that's going to be a lifeline to China going forward.
1: We know that China is trying to go to battle against the United States when it comes to computer chips. It's the big war here. Do you see that as something that's playing part and a reason why Janet Yellen and before her, uh, the the Secretary of State headed there? Is it all about computer chips or is it more serious than that?
0: Well, no, I think you've got the gist of it there. I mean, realistically, you know, probably for the last 15, 20 years, the Chinese economy has really been you know, driven by the property sector. Now that that helps the the domestic consumption. It helps uh, you know ordinary citizens in China. But China itself wants to move up the technology ladder. It wants to be more than just a cheap manufacturer. It wants to be dominating in certain sectors, and it does to an extent. You know, you've seen this in in electric cars. We saw it in Huawei to an extent. Uh, we've seen it in solar panels. Uh, and now what it wants to do is is be a, a chip leader. But I mean, it's. Uh, the trouble that america has is the fact that it's using a lot of this western technology and not just using it for domestic uh, consumption but actually using it in its armaments and that's america rightly sees as a threat and whilst china says it's trying to you know the us is trying to you know constrain uh, china i mean i think this is a, a legitimate concern that you know Who who would supply chips that would make missiles better to be fired back at you? It just doesn't make sense. So I think there are some legitimate concerns there from the US. But going forward, um, it's going to try and stay ahead of China. Um, That doesn't mean it's going to completely restrict it. I mean, the, 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 the recent act does allow some technology into China, just not the cutting edge stuff.
1: It's interesting, Janet Yellen heading uh, heading over there, uh, hot on the heels, as I mentioned, of Antony Blinken. Yet the belief from China is that neither Blinken or Yellen will be the people who can repair the relationship. Who does China believe can actually repair the relationship? Because presidents come and go as well.
0: Well not so much in China these days, having sort of almost uh, got authority for life now. Um, I think actually it, it's not a matter of who they believe can repair the, uh, the bridges, so to speak. Uh, I think a lot of the, the Chinese diplomats and their academics Um, just failed to uh, understand the way the West thinks on things. You know, it it thought that uh, commerce would be more important than Ukraine, and that hasn't proved to be the case. The, the, The trouble, I think, to a large extent in China is a lot of their Views are very much rote learned and very much party dominated. And so rather than approaching these things with an open mind and trying to work out what makes things happen, they go in with a preconceived idea and then try and make the facts fit their thinking. Uh, And that's going to lead to misconceptions. You know, they, they still don't understand quite why Europe hasn't been divided uh, on Ukraine. They, they're they saying, well, is cra- Ukraine a real democracy? Well, the people of Ukraine and the people of Europe obviously believe it is, but China doesn't necessarily believe that. So there is a, a fundamental thinking difference. And so sending people like Janet Yellen where there's some common ground and Blinken and where there's common ground is trying to build up areas and probably trying to uh, broaden the, uh, the understanding, of Chinese diplomats to the West.
1: So the frank conversations that will no doubt be occurring between China and the United States uh, for Janet Yellen when she's there, talk to us about what you expect. What are the biggest issues facing economic challenges between the two countries that they could agree on and maybe not agree on?
0: Well, I think you're right. I mean, I think that first off, I mean, you're right to say they're going to be frank discussions. There is no point in having subtle diplomacy with China. It just doesn't work. So I think they'll be looking at things like, you know, the trade balances are are key elements to both countries, and this is where they are entwined. Janet Yellen is very much a matter of de-risking, not decoupling, and, and that's important. It's important that China doesn't seek to go and you know design its own internet, design its own systems that are completely out of whack with what the West is using. And we saw that back in the days when you know, we went to 3G and China tried to uh, design its own 3G uh, system, hoping the world would take it over. It just didn't happen. So they're going to be looking for, for areas of commonality. But as as Janet Yellen has said before, she will be there to protect America's best interests, just as China will. I mean, China doesn't do anything that's not in its own best interest at the end of the day. It rarely compromises, but it will compromise where it's in its interest. And I think we've seen that, you know, certainly over issues like Ukraine and supporting for Russia, you know, it's rolling back a little bit on that. It doesn't want to, you know, turn, uh, turn a new leaf on that. It still wants to support Russia. But I mean, it's an area of concern and it's looking for a way out on things like that. So it's finding areas of compromise that'll be the key thing for these discussions.
1: Do you think Janet Yellen would touch on Russia, though? I mean, the whole world has turned upside down in terms of inflation since the Ukraine war because of oil prices, for example, though they've settled down a little bit in recent times. But it feels like everything is still on a knife's edge and anything could change anytime soon. It's often said that China holds the key to what Vladimir Putin does next. Do you think that because of the, I suppose, connection between what's happening in Russia and Ukraine and the global economy, that she'll have to talk about that with China?
0: Well I think it'll come up and I think it'll come up in possibly two two areas. I mean obviously uh China I think and Russia were very surprised about the West um you know, the way they managed to freeze Assets that were U.S. denominated, and obviously China is a big holder of uh, U.S. debt. I mean, it, it's been reducing it slowly. It's been going into other currencies. It's been increasing gold, but it still holds a lot of U.S. dollars. So there is a reason that you know that is that sort of topic is going to come up, uh, and trade in general. I think and, and balance of payments. Um, you know, you look at the the things like you know the the, the Chinese are trying to use the yuan more, much much more. They're trying to squeeze the U.S. dollar out of Asia if exactly, they could
1: point isn't it they're going to be talking very much about what is happening and, and and this concept of the US dollar no longer being as important as it was we are speaking with Andrew Sullivan when we come back the big issues that are facing Samsung right now do stay with us